everything. Like, just make a pivot table. And I still don't understand what fucking pivot tables like, are. Look, you could but just, it's the you answer say, just make to everything. Pivot table, <laughs> <laughs> pivot table oh, and Q, and Q look up or whatever that. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't even know. I'm not that advanced. I bet I'd, I would have like a, a $95,000 a year analyst job if I knew anything about Excel spreadsheets. Like I have a friend who does who That's does not that. even and that like, much money a year, Jan. Like $95,000 a year is not that much money. It's not in Los Angeles. <laughs> but I'm saying like I could just have that. Like yeah. I could just, you know, I'm stressing out all the time. So I could just have that if I just knew how to use Excel. I have a friend, he's like an anal- analyst and really all he does is he just like, Pulls data, and that, I'm. I know that that sounds like I'm denigrating his yeah, work. I literally not, can't do it. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 taking data in and then like sorting it in different ways, and like it's like a sausage factory. Yeah, You're just like looking at it in different ways. Data. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> well, folks, uh, there's probably still nobody here. No, that's fine. What episode well, of it's Star Trek did we do this week, boys? Well, Mark Cooper, we didn't do Star Trek. What? We didn't do Star Trek. <laughs> we did the we did the younger brother of Star Trek that like is just as good but like doesn't get the recognition that it well, deserves. Well, he was like super immature and you were like yeah. this guy sucks when you first started watching and yeah. then you and then you were like wait did he get like cool and hot over the years? Like I this mean, guy's he still awesome. makes a couple of dick jokes, but like he's still <laughs> Cool. Yeah. <laughs> you know what it is? It's like, okay, it's like Star Trek was, you know, you went through school and all the teachers loved Star Trek and had really good grades and stuff. And then his senior year, the Orville comes in yeah. as a freshman <laughs> and they're like trying to differentiate themselves from the older brother. And they're kind of a, fu- they're just like a little developmentally different. And the teacher's like, he's not like his brother. Yeah. But the moment, his brother leaves. Yeah. Leaves. He's like, wait a second. I can. I'm my own person. I yeah. can really that, blossom and flourish and be my thing. That literally happened to me and my brother in high school. My brother was a senior. To every- senior when I was a freshman, and my brother was like student council president and like super awesome, whatever. And I was a freshman. I was like, hey guys, I'm awesome too. And they were like, no, you suck, whatever. And then by the time I was a senior, I was also the senior, uh, the uh, student council president. So you know, See, you're. The Orville. I'm the Orville. I'm the Ed Mercer to his Jean-Luc Picard. God, that sucks. That that really sucks. You got more hair though. That's true. Oh, guys. I was we just started. I know this is like getting off track again, but you said Jean-Luc Picard. We just started watching, and it's not good, but we just started watching a TV show that um what's his name? Uh Patrick Stewart was on, like after he left uh TNG. Like this is like maybe two thousand and six is when uh-huh. is like when he did this. So like and a decade really after TNG. It is. He's like older, but like yeah. it's a British crime show, but he is a scientist that works for the government and solves crimes. There's like uh-huh. four episodes. It got one season. His name's like Ed Hood or something like that. And he <laughs> and the only the only thing they give him is scientist. They don't give him what type of scientist he is. He's, He's a just scientist. scientist. He is, like, don't worry about it. I can do science. What it's kind of great <laughs> in how bad it is. It's called the eleventh hour, if you care to watch the eleventh hour. That's such a that's so British coded. And it's of, like we have four episodes, a full season, like, like a, a six-episode season, hour and season. seven minutes long. <laughs> it, 
it and it's edited like it was edited back then. It and it kind of they edit it kind of feeling like twenty four, where there's this like weird close up, all close ups, really stressful. You never get a real lay of the land of where anybody is. Like yeah, you can't geography quite. Is lost. Yeah, geography yeah. is lost. But it's not like a bomb's gonna go off. So like, there's not that kind of stress involved in it. <laughs> we got to do this science, Doctor Hood. Yeah. No, not even, uh, yeah, Dr. Jacob Hood. Like, in the first episode, he introduces himself. He goes, like, I'm Dr. Jacob Hood, scientist. Scientist. Just says scientist. That's hilarious. <laughs> that my parents eat that up. <laughs> you got PBS parents? Oh, my God. Like, you wouldn't believe. They love British TV, and they hate any sort of nudity or cursing. So, that is, like, what they... <laughs> Uh, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta do this Orville, episode. Orville episode. Yeah, Primal Urges, Primal Urges, season two, episode two. This was part like about a year ago. We asked everybody on our Discord what um what episodes we should do for the season, and there was a lot of there were a lot of requests for traditional Star Trek and also looking into other series. Uh, and this is was really high on the list for a lot of people. I think there's also some Rick and Morty in there, but uh, yeah, we will we will give this our what is it Sunday best? What do they what do they call it? Anyways, we'll give it a college try, and uh, we will not include this in the canon list of top episodes, but it'll be interesting to compare it to other episodes. But we'll still rate it. We're gonna rate it. For sure. We're going to rate it. For sure. There's a lot of content to rate it. They go to the simulator, which is their version of the holodeck, like five or six times in this episode. They they spend quite (laughs) a bit of the time on the simulator. Uh, So there's definitely a lot of content content to rate. Yeah. Uh, Okay, so... Somebody do this. I can't do it. Dylan is the one that it. does it. I don't, I don't Dylan's know. the one that normally does it, but like, um, okay. Uh, so like turn on your TV, uh, sit down, get yourself a bowl of popcorn. You're like, I'm going to watch, I think I'm going to watch some enterprise today. I think I'm going to like, I'm going to like go off the beaten path and, uh, go on a long road and watch some enterprise. So like you turn on the TV and it opens up in Hulu instead of Paramount plus because you realize you were watching something in Hulu. And like, as you're scrolling past and you and exit Hulu, you just like catch a glimpse of the Orville. You're like, wait a second. I haven't watched that in a while. So you like open Hulu back up, but it like had signed you out. So you have to like sign yourself back in and like signing in on the TV is always the fucking worst because you have to like do it with your phone instead of, or you have to do like the dumb like remote uh, control version yeah. of signing Awful. in and so while you're doing that you're like this is going to take me so long I might as well just like listen to a podcast or something so you like put your headphones in you like pull out your favorite podcast and as you're signing into your Hulu account so you can watch the Orville you go on your believe these simulations be this real? Much of it is real, sir. I disengage the safety protocols. Not that even a holographic bullet can kill. It's all a holographic simulation. Please enter program. I was thinking of something a little more intimate. Program complete. You may enter. I'm actually proud of that one. That's good. 
I really like the bit about signing in. Signing in with your <laughs> remote. Because remotes don't have the buttons anymore, so you have to like with the arrows. No. Yeah. It's worse. Uh, <laughs> it's just the give worst. me the QR code on the screen. I'll do it on my phone. Yes, absolutely. Give me and the QR code. Yeah. Apple's doing the thing now where they're like, do you want it to just automatically send? Because you're both signed into your Apple ID. You want it to just automatically send it to your phone? I'm like, yes. That's great. 100%. And then it works yeah. like 50% of the time and you're like frustrated the other 50% of the like time. Someday, someday we'll be able to watch TV just like it, like like we used to in the past. <laughs> like I, I'm looking at the master spreadsheet and looks like somebody got in here and this is like walking into a room and all the furniture is all over the place. <laughs> what, what happened here? All oh, of what? Sorry. Rivals has strike throughs through it. The episode what? before that doesn't what? even have a title. What's going on? Look at our master spreadsheet. I didn't okay. touch it. Uh, Gmail. I did go into it, but I didn't do anything to it. Like right, I added more me, pages to do things to it. What, like, did, what did I do to this? <laughs> look, at, uh, look at what's going on the, here. The on, rankings on or the spreadsheet? Which, or which look spreadsheet? Look at season six. Track to the Holodeck master ranking sheet. Right, what uh, were our last two episodes? Master ranking sheet. Rivals. We didn't count rivals. Isn't that? Oh, because because it that's was why it has strike throughs. Uh, probably because it didn't because it doesn't have it any doesn't holodeck. because the holodeck right. was the the court was the um, O'Brien's uh, converted uh, warehouse that was converted into a, right. a court. It was that's, fake racquetball. Yeah, racquetball. Yeah. yeah, yeah, space racquetball. Okay, and what was the episode before that? That's why I had strike throughs. All right. I'm going to write a note here so I don't old man this and have the same <laughs> thing. Doesn't count because yeah. racquetball. I, <laughs> Hope and fear. I added cheat. That. I like added pages to fuck around. I was like, I'm not going to fuck around with anything Jan's done. I'm going to add pages Hope, to it. Hope and fear was the episode before. Hope and fear, and I was Voyager, yes. right? <laughs> Season something Voyager. All right. All right. I retract my anxiety. <laughs> so, All right. And now this is the Orville. So, the reason we selected this episode as opposed to just like any old Orville episode with the simulator, a justification was this is an episode that is where the simulator is a central plot point to the episode. There's a few other we have on the list um, that are. Also, simulator centric episodes to the the show. We didn't there. There's the the Orville actually features the simulator in a shit ton of episodes. Um, but we wanted to, if we're going to venture outside of Trek, we figured we might as well choose ones that are simulator like like Heavy. holodeck episodes Central. of Star yeah. Trek. Um, so simulator episodes of the Orville. And this one we thought was goofy and uh, and fun. And um, and you'll see when we venture into the runabout why we we picked this one first. I, I love that this that a holodeck is like shit on so much and is actually kind of hilarious. And that is the reason why the Orville has the simulator because yeah. they can make so many jokes with it. But I but it ends up being like, yeah, great. Like, I don't care that you brought this in just to make jokes. It's fucking awesome. Yep. Like, <laughs> totally. And now and they use episode. it. Now they're using it in this episode to like really actually like do something real, which is like awesome. <laughs> well, because like all great science fiction is really about the current moment, right? Yeah. And 
porn addiction is something that people deal with in a current moment. Okay, let's do the let's do the <laughs> runabout. Uh, let's do that. But I was trying to think of a name for it for the Orville, but I can't think of a. They call them shuttles. Name. I think. Yeah, the shuttle, the shuttle around, the shuttle cock. We'll call it the, the shuttle cock. Shuttle cock. <laughs> Which is a little we're, thing used in we're badminton. We're batting it to each it's other. Yeah, we're batting it's it a, to it's each a other. Callback to badminton because <laughs> we hit it from one person to the next. You know exactly. <laughs> uh, I'll start it off, then Darius, then Mark. Oof, okay, wrapping it up again. Oh, did he do it last week? The last two weeks, weeks I finished. Okay, sorry. I was tr- I was like Mark never gets Mark to finish it. I always complains about us giving him no time to finish it. <laughs> I do. <laughs> All right, Mark, then you, you go, go first, first, Mark. Okay, I'll okay, go first. Go first. Yeah, I'll go second. I'll go I'll last. Go okay. <laughs> okay. All uh, right. Uh, okay, so the um, the bridge is, I mean, the Orville is pulling up on this giant, this red giant that's dissolving this like tiny planet and everyone's like, ooh, this is amazing. And Bordas goes, uh, can I leave early? I'm going to go home and see my family. And, and they're like, okay, if you want to. So he gets up and leaves. But instead of going home, he goes to the environmental simulator and starts a program, which turns out to be uh, like a uh, porn, basically just porn. <laughs> and uh, throughout the episode, uh, that escalates to the point where like he's having like orgies in a little beach simulation. And he's ignoring his husband, Clyden, who in retaliation tries to kill him, which initiates a divorce in uh, Mocklin culture. And we find out that the planet actually has people on it and they have to go get the people, but the people are going to burn up and there's a lot of radiation. So he has to go with the robot guy, uh, whatever his name is. They come back. He sees the light. He's like, I haven't been spending much time with you. I could, things could die and everyone lives happy ever after. There's probably some bang. There's a lot. Of, there's a lot of it. A lot of bang. <laughs> we, this has so much shit. Like this, this episode is packed full of stuff. They really, yeah. What's what? Yeah. They really did a good job. It called back to to uh, the next gen for me, where it was like uh, little things causing almost shipwide destruction, which yeah. was like him, his personal, like his personal addiction and wanting to like chase high, higher highs, uh, almost caused the ship to be destroyed, which is. Stuff that they kind of have pulled away from in the newer Star Trek, but in Next Generation, that kind of stuff happened all the time, which I really enjoyed. I really liked that. Yeah, like his, his the last program he gets is his most depraved program, which that he gets for, introduces from a Unk. virus that almost destroys <laughs> the entire ship, which is really great. <laughs> that's a, that's a throwback for people who uh, watch porn in the two in the aughts, <laughs> where <laughs> where you had to like download the the stuff off of LimeWire, Lime or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you're not. Catching all these viruses. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Like, I'm going to download this to an external hard drive. Not that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so, um, I'm going to do a guest actor shout out thing. Yeah. Uh, though, for us, really, all these actors are guest actors because not, it's not Star Trek. Um, but, okay. So, Michael C. Mayen is All Talks, who is, I don't even know who All Talks is. Uh, Aaron McPherson as a crew member, Jude B. Lanston as a Mocklin prison guard. Is all talks the big monster thing that gives no, him that's the Unk. That's Unk. Unk and okay. Unk is actually voiced by Seth MacFarlane, I found okay. out. Joseph H. Johnson Jr. as Dr. Golnar, the Mocklin doctor. 
in the, in one of the porn scenes. Michael James Lazar as Mocklin 1, Torrance Jordan as Mocklin 2. There's a lot of Mocklins. Much ado about <laughs> Mocklins here. Veronica Matthew as Nat- Nathias. That was the little uh, girl. One of the girl, the little girl on the planet. Uh, Darren Dupree Washington as a simulated Mocklin. And we also have Leslie Farah as the first minister on a planet that she dies. Did you see the trivia about this? About what? So one of the things that Seth MacFarlane loves to do is he loves to bring Star Trek cast into oh, yeah. into yeah. these roles. And so apparently uh, Nana Visitor was cast as this this role, yes. uh, Minister Thies, um, but her agent forgot to tell her she got the role. And so she lost the role and it went to this this woman, Leslie Farrow, who does a great job, um, but she just her didn't get the role. just forgot to tell her she yes. got it? And it's like, oh shit, that would have been such a good cameo for her, but she just didn't get it because her agent but forgot to tell her. I'm sorry. I am if relieved my a agent bit, forgets to tell me something, I got to be fired. like, hey, we got to sit down and have a talk. Yeah. Like you may have done a lot of good, but like, what's up with the brain? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, w- I, I am relieved in the sense that this allows her to maybe get a recurring role in the way that Picardo has gotten a recurring sure. role on, a on the Orville. Like, yeah, she would have just died in this episode if, if, uh, if she had been this first are they, minister. Are they working on more Orville seasons? Rumor has it. It's like in the works, but right now everything is on a standstill because Disney's trying to figure out what to do with all of its properties. Yeah. Because yeah. they now own the Orville through Fox. Yeah. But like Iger might be selling off pieces of the company. It's all a mess. It's a huge mess right now. Money is a huge issue at Disney because they got no. too big. Money's not a huge issue. It's just a perceived issue. Let's put it that way. It's a, st- it's a shareholder problem. Yeah, it's one, a perceived issue. One of the other <laughs> episodes that we'll eventually do is called Lasting Impressions. And um, the actor who plays Tuvok is in that one. So it's... We'll, Tim Russ. Yeah, Tim Russ was in that one. Uh, Chad Coleman uh, plays Clyden. is a recurring role. And Chad Coleman is a really... Uh, like he's, he's a character actor in a lot of stuff. He's been in The Expanse. He's been in The Wire. For example, Kelly Hu as Admiral Ozawa, and I. Every time I see her, I'm like, "Who is like?" She looks super familiar, and I. I looked at her page finally, and I figured it out. She plays Lady Deathstrike in X Men Two, X, you know, X Men United. You know, the the Wolverine yeah, analog yeah. with the the with the fingernail <laughs> uh, adamantium. Uh, apparently, she had to put gray streaks in her hair because, like, this character's older, and she's like, "I just don't have gray hair," so she she had to make her hold herself up. Mike Henry is Dan. That's the guy who's annoying. He's the best. I love him. Dan's the best. (laughs) (laughs) If Dylan was on the Orville, he would be Dan. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's just like non sequitur. Hey, man, how you doing? Yeah, this is awesome. (laughs) Uh, Cool. So that's that's all the all the the visiting cast. Um, Um, Fun fact uh, trivia. I think I've said it before, but I'm going to say it again. Uh, Seth MacFarlane was a extra on Enterprise a few yeah, times. Yeah. You'll see yeah. him in engineering. I think he's got a couple of lines, like a featured extra position. Yeah. And I was watching Enterprise that when I first saw it, I was like, "Is that fucking Seth MacFarlane?" <laughs> yeah. That's so weird to see him on a Star Trek show. <laughs> he's just like an ensign, right? Just yeah. Ensign. He's yeah, like some he engineering ensign, like in yeah. the warp core. <laughs> 
Well, you know, uh, well, we've said this in other podcast, other episodes, but I'll reemphasize it here that they literally not only did they use guest stars and 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 stars from Star Trek shows, but they also use similar like Marvin Rush, who is a DP for like so much Star Trek. He also directs and DPs a lot on the Orville. Yeah. Like they really went like down to the, like below the line and to just get the feel of everything to be like Star Trek. It's just the people who've worked on Star Trek before. Right. And I think that really comes through in a lot of it. Yeah. Like the lighting, like that general, just like brightly lit. Yeah. Everything is just for lit. A, for a while. It was more Star Trek than any Star Trek on the air. Yeah. So totally more traditional Star Trek. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, I mean, like, what what are some things that you guys really liked about this episode? I I enjoyed this episode. So you have the Mocklins. The Mocklins are are the Orville's uh, equivalent of Klingons, right? Um, and so dealing with their culture, their culture of what is essentially all men. Um, and so everything is just very straightforward and very, um, just like on the nose at all times. Um, and, uh, as somebody who is gay and, uh, Jan and I were talking a little bit about this, um, the porn itself doesn't feel particularly gay. Um, and I appreciate that, that they didn't go for like the, the obvious, um, that they, they kept things subtle and they didn't. It wasn't, I guess that's more simulator talk, which we'll talk about later, but, and we won't get too graphic with it, obviously, but, um, it just, they, they don't get too graphic with it. That's true. It was, it was on Fox. It wasn't, it wasn't like it was on HBO or anything like that, but just like they keep things in line with the culture and, and they keep things cultural and, and just like everything is very, um, in the end it was like, well, we can't, we can't have him put in jail for trying to kill kill Bordis because it's part of the rituals. We have to respect the Mocklin rituals. It's always, we have to respect the Mocklins. We have to respect the Mocklins and, and how often they do that in star Trek where it's like, well, that's what the Klingons do. We got to hit them with the paint sticks. I mean, that's like, you know, that's what we do. Like when, when Picard's just like, I know you had to go kill somebody, buddy, but like, don't do it again. Would have been a lot cooler if you didn't. I'm going to have to say something. (laughs) And Cisco does the same thing with the Dax when she goes on that crazy Klingon uh, blood blood oath. Blood Blood oath. oath. He's like, like, I know you had to do that, but like... Or Bashir and and O'Brien hanging from the bar during the... um, during the bachelor party and they're just like, why are we fucking doing this? Like... (laughs) Because it's tradition, right? It's that's the Mocklin way. It's the Klingon way. That's, that's just the way they do it. I love uh, speaking to that. That you know, Mercer is like, look, just don't do it again, and I won't kick you off the ship. And later in the episode, Clyden's like, I wish I hadn't said I wouldn't do that again because I would fucking kill you right now. I would kill you right now if I hadn't promised I wasn't going to. I promised though, so and I appreciate that about them. like I made a promise. I would divorce you again if I hadn't promised mercy. I also love just in general, like the the concept of like what if an entire species were male and like how does that like how does that affect culture generally? And they always do this joke with the Mocklins, but I like that essentially they're saying 
it's not because it's not that they're gay. They're just all men. Right. I don't know how to describe this. They're just all men. So how do you resolve a conflict? Well, I'm not going to talk about it. I'm just literally going to kill my kill spouse. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, and they talk about the Mocklin planet. The Mocklin planet has no environment. It's completely industrial. They like only produce weapons. There's like no middle ground on anything. It's just extreme and like the most most extreme. And that's just because because it's all men. That's just the way they went. went for it's things. like yeah, profit's the most important <laughs> right. thing. Uh, being strong. Like don't when they talk about their first date, we're like we played like laser ball and like we talked about sports. What do you want to say? Like we just yeah. It was easy. Um Okay. So that's that's uh sorry, I'm just reading about Ankh here. Unk, Unk, the gross alien who makes the who gets the porn. Uh, he may be he, his body, by the way, just looks like cock and balls. Uh, <laughs> That's true. Super gross. <laughs> and apparently, it may be a reference to Scrody the Scrotum, an unofficial mascot for the Rhode Island School of Design, of which Seth MacFarlane is a graduate. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, and he's one of the two only alien crew members. The other being Brosk who only speaks their own language. What about Dan? Dan speaks English. But he's an alien crew member. Wait, what? Who, who speaks their language. Oh, on screen. Like sorry. it's not translated. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. Norm McDonald is, um, what's his name? The like blob, the blob Like guy. the blob monster. Uh, yeah. Uh, all right. Other things. I, I like the, I actually like the story of, the very sciencey, like cool. We're gonna watch this planet get destroyed. Yeah, and uh, I'm I like. Sure, the there's little, a I'm pretty sure there's a TNG episode that does that. It's pretty similar. Yeah, yeah. Where they're like, we're here to observe this thing, <laughs> and it's like, oh shit, there's like 75 people down there. So yeah. I was thinking about this, like, okay, so they're only able to get 30 out because of the time limit, which to me feels a little like. I don't know the time that it took you to do the voting and the drawing straws to get everybody. Right. Like, we could probably have done a couple of runs, uh, but I, I think it would have been stronger if they could only get thirty out because of the spacesuits that they had or something like that. Yeah, like that would have been a stronger. Yeah. Uh, also, Mark pointed out while we were watching, it, like you could probably fit like another three or four people in. There. Yeah, there was like, like there was room of- between the people in the driver's <laughs> seats, like. I'm gonna I'm gonna headcanon that one as weight and not yeah, sure. space. <laughs> yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thrust won't allow for it. Yeah, exactly. That's what it's got. Like a, a real plane would uh, have a weight limit. I appreciate that they killed off the people though, because I feel like in TNG or something, like more often than not, they would probably do something like, "Oh, we can only get thirty people off," and then at the end of the episode, they find a way to get everybody. True. Sure. Like. I agree, and then yeah, and then the it, first minister consequences. The first minister losing the lottery and staying behind, and they're like, "We can make room for you. You, you're the one who, you know, like, yeah." <laughs> it's like no, and Isaac no. being Isaac being like, "This is stupid. She should come." Like, or 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 the him being like, the smartest, the smartest, smartest and yeah. the most important people should come. And Bordis is like, "Thank God I'm not you." <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
See, uh, see, I, we we yeah. make fun of the fact that I don't like Data. Isaac is probably one of my favorite characters in all of the Orville. I love him because I feel like he's the way that Data should be. Um, he sh- he's literally worse than Data. Right, he's worse than Data. Right, I feel like Data too often feels. And, and they mask it as, oh, I am an unfeeling robot, where it's like Data should be so cold and so discompassionate and so much like he, he should be as like naive and not understanding as he is, but it should be very steeped in logic and very steeped in like, why are you Mark, dealing with this? You, Mark, you hate Data for accomplishing what Data wants to accomplish. Yeah, because Data is literally trying to be more human. <laughs> like when Data feels, it's because he's like, Deliberately creating subroutines and stuff to become more and more human and more emotional. Yeah, but I want him to be. You can like Isaac better. That's totally. I mean, it's fine. true. Totally I'm not going to feel bad for liking Isaac more. No, but yeah, Data doesn't want like to be a robot. robot. <laughs> That's true. Isaac, Isaac is Isaac fully is robot. A, basically, a genocidal psychopath when the time, like when it is necessary for plot That's reasons. True. That's true. He's from a planet of robots. Like his, you're like, data messes things up all the time with his personal problems. Isaac like starts a war, like essentially his people start a war with all living beings in the universe because they are genocidal maniacs. Well, I mean, and it's, you got to watch the show, but it's, there's justification behind it, but yes. I know you're, you're just such so much more open to the justification for Isaac than for data. And I, I, I think it's just cause you, I guarantee, you just don't I like guarantee data. if data was in deep space nine, Mark would love data. <laughs> yeah. There are characters in deep space nine that I hate. I can't think, uh, I can't, like, uh, I can't Molly think of anyone right now. Yeah. Molly. Oh God. <laughs> I'm coloring. Uh, okay. Uh, any any other thoughts about this episode? Um, oh, uh, so apparently, while you think of something, this was originally slated to be in the first season of the Orville, in a similar way that sometimes some Voyager episodes were for other seasons. Uh, so it made more sense structurally for like this sort of Mocklin story to happen, especially because it's dealing with the fact that like the primary issue here is that Bordas hasn't talked about how he feels about the fact that his daughter now son was basically forced to transition in like episode three of the series, which is like, I'm glad that they do something about it. Like, but it it feels like it should have been in the first season because like they just didn't deal with that huge traumatic thing then. Uh, And then the show goes on by the way, for for the listeners who may not have watched it, It goes on to like really explore that story and make it right, so to speak. Uh, but yeah, Bordas is <laughs> pretty fucked in the head because of that. And I like that he says, though I may not like forgive you ever for uh, Clyden for making this happen to her daughter. So, yeah. Son. I'm not sure how to gender in this situation because we know that eventually that's what she wants. Um, <clears throat> but I will do what I can to be a better husband. Yeah. Right there, Mark. Yeah. I'm just reading. Sorry. Um, Mark's just having a small seizure um, in a small, uh, (laughs) not seizure. Sorry, Mark, a small aneurysm. Thanks. (laughs) Just a light. Sometimes I do have small seizures, Darius. Thanks. Well, that was, that was my concern. I was like, Oh no, did we (laughs) we lose him? (laughs) 
No, I was literally just trying to make an aneurysm joke for all of you. <laughs> no, I think this is um, this is a great episode for Peter Macon, who is the guy who plays Bordas, um, because his. Um, his character is often very one dimensional um, and he, he plays it like that on purpose um, because it's, it's similar to Worf in that um, Mocklins can be very like passionate and stuff. Oh, no, and he's computer. Oh no. oh no, did I freeze? <laughs> Sorry. Um, yes. No, no. Peter Macon uh, <laughs> plays board is very similar to Worf in that Mocklins can be very passionate and he does not play it as passionate. He plays it very straight and very low key. Um, and this gives him an ability to show some range to his character, uh, in, in an unusual way in a way that you wouldn't normally expect him to be, uh, to be. And so I, I, uh, I really appreciate his, um, his ability to do that. So, yeah. Yeah. He's really good in this. And I think that I really like is that it, it depicts addiction in a way that, um, like all the aspects in which it affects things, like not just his personal life, which is like the obvious one when it comes to a porn addiction, but also it's affecting his professional life. He is, every aspect of his life is is being um, affected by his addiction, yeah. his un, unmanaged addiction. Yeah, uh, It's harming people he's close to and his, his, his work life. Yeah, and in huge ways like the almost destruction of the ship, but also like he's yeah. late for work and he's asking to leave early and and his colleagues are noticing and they're like, what is what is going on? And not that they're like the most professional group of people, but they still have like certain standards to that are to be held to. So I and I do like that generally on the Orville, it's like if you ask for time off, they're like, yeah, I mean, it's a post post scarcity society. Right. So there's it's like like there's that, not everybody works last, voluntarily <laughs> that last time he's like can i leave early and mercer's just like i mean like you you've left early four times this right. week like i don't know what like what's going on dude <laughs> it's interesting doesn't he blame it both ways he's like because i need to spend more time with my family with his family he's like because i need to work more yeah yeah exactly yeah. um and then i also love the moment where uh after he gets stabbed uh he or is it when after he gets stabbed, Mercer just comes in and is just like, um, you okay? Checks in with him first. Yeah, I'm okay. Good, because I have a lot of things I need to say <laughs> to you right now. <laughs> like like he was not gonna he was not gonna chew him out if he was still sick or hurt or something right. like that. It was like I have to make sure you're okay before I chew you out. Apparently, like, okay. apparently he watched Macon, Peter Macon, who plays Borders, watch this with his mom. And he was like, we sat there in silence the whole time. And I felt like I was 14 all over again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, you want to pop into the uh, archives, I guess? We'll still call them the archives. We do it on the Orville. Unless there's some closing thoughts here. I have nothing to talk about right now. No, maybe once we incorporate simulator chat we may have, I have more but not right now cool accessing archives simulating you may now enter oh thank goodness Tom yeah McCall does things feel different to you guys I've been wandering the halls of this place for the last hour and a half, 
and I still cannot find my room. Yeah, I I, I cannot find our quarters either. It feels a little different, though. Tom, like, Tom, did you? Are you wearing my uniform? What? Why are you in red? Oh, that's weird. I don't know. Why are you in green, uh, Lopek? I I I have no. I, perhaps the replicator did not properly function. Wait, I'm in blue. Green what the blue. hell's going on? It's like you're wearing what looks like could be a Starfleet uniform, but quite not. You know, I, mean, I just I hate how often we they print new ones. Yeah, and it's like <laughs> there's no advance warning. No, just, like have, I'll wake up one day and I'll have to have another. Like I have a closet full of non-usable uniforms. It's true. Now. Yeah. <laughs> I saw There's a picture. So I saw a there. picture back when everyone just wore maroon. That seems like a great time. Oh, man. Yeah. oh, the maroon ones make the best pajamas. So don't throw those out. Just put the <laughs> wear the maroon ones when you go to. If bed, you wash them like three or four times, they get, like, they get super really soft, soft yeah, and yeah, cozy. Yeah. So <laughs> soft, so soft. But you have to do it on a on a cool temperature because right. they will shrink. They shrink. You will have dolls' clothes yeah, if yeah, you do hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, the collar on this. Whoa. <laughs> Did you just you that? rip just the... Yeah, I was just casually adjusting the collar here, but I just... Also, you saw that, You right? also don't look like a Vulcan I was, Yeah, I was going to say, your ears are still pointy, but they have these like weird lines on them. What, what, what did you, you get some... About? Did you go to the, the infirmary and get some surgery done or something? Yeah. No. Hold on. Let me look at my reflection in this panel. Oh, my. Kind of cool, actually. Are, are you, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to lie. You are more attractive right now than you used to be. Yeah. I mean, like you look at me and you don't think Romulan. You think whatever I am now, right? Like this, this is actually, I mean, if that's what a Romulan looks like, I'll think Romulan. I don't, that's not what a Romulan looks. I'm definitely not a Romulan. I'm a vol- <laughs> whatever this is yeah. now. And you feel stronger. I guess, I guess I, I guess I do. Here, here, Hold on uh, a pick Tom up. Oh, hey, oh, what the fuck? I know I can do this in like our reality, but but does this it feel light? Do I feel lighter? Way lighter. Feel lighter. Light? Yeah, like significantly lighter. Like, like three times lighter than normal. So like nine, nine or ten times stronger. Nine or nine or ten times stronger than a right regular person. What? Uh, it also feels weird to me because I like went to the bar a little uh, earlier. Um, yeah. when I like I was searching for my room. I gave up. Went to the bar. Uh, ordered a synthahol and everyone looked at me like I was fucking insane. And so I just had like five beers instead. So wait, oh, I was wondering what that smell was. So, so are you, are you you're drunk right drunk. now? I'm a little tipsy. <laughs> okay. But no one seems to care. Like literally a bunch of commanding officers watched me down five beers and then go back to work. And everyone was like, everyone was like chill with it. Uh, yeah. As long as you can do your job, right? I'm not making any mistakes. Sure. So do you think, like, just in general, this is, like, a chiller ship? I don't know, man. I I, I stopped at a panel, and the ship doesn't look like a standard Starfleet issue. <sighs> this is So, new ship, like, stronger booze, yeah, stronger body. stronger people. I don't know. What about you, right. What's going on with you? What's going on with me? I just kind of taking this all in. I got this new uniform on. It's 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 blue. I don't I don't really wear a lot of blue. I usually wear red um yeah that's it for me it's just the uniform difference everything else it seems pretty normal i i can't find my earring but 
I lose that all the time, so that's not really a big Yeah, you, you, there's like a yeah. drawer in the Lost and Found. <laughs> just like yeah. full of earrings. Yeah, that's full, full of earrings. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, do you want to hop into the simulator real quick? See what's going on in there? What's that? Oh, simulator. simulator. So I, that just came out of my mouth. <laughs> what? Like the holiday? Were you trying to say holiday? Holodeck? Yeah, I was trying to say holodeck, but I don't know. I feel like my memories are shifting as well. Just a little bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm getting a little bit of that as well. Do you, there's this, I, like, I'm remembering this guy that we used to hang out with all the time, who would just like, who would scam us. Do you know what I'm talking about? I, I, I like, I have a brief memory of like Lois, Paul Lois, I think I'm, was his name. Something like Pank? that. Yeah. Pank. No. Pank Lupus. Lupus. Pank Lupus was Lupus. That? Pank Lupus. It. Yeah. Yeah, Hank Lupus. Yeah, like where is he? Is this his fault? Guys, I just got a, I just got a message uh-huh. on my pad. Yeah, saying that I'm eligible for a pip update, a pip loan, like a pip loan increase. I thought you were, I thought you were frozen. I thought your I pip maxed. account was. Frozen. I was, was going to say you, you're never going to be able to be promoted. <laughs> Yeah, they were they were one hundred percent like this guy's never paying anything back, and they're right. I was never paying any of that back. Yeah, but they're telling me they're telling me I could have I could have like captain in I don't know maybe a year. You need to look at the terms and conditions of that because there's probably like you could, but right, like, you would think, and that was my first thing. I like scrolled down because I'm like, there's probably like fine print like pages of it. there's no fine print on guys. There's no fine print. I was just. None. Guys, I was just looking at the crew manifest. The doctor uh-huh. on this ship really looks like Captain Cisco's wife. Cassidy? Cassidy Yates? Yeah. Like or Jennifer. No, Cassidy Yates. She like really looks like her. Well, let me see. Her name is Dr. Finn. I don't I don't know. Here, look at she her. She just looks like a human to me. Yeah, well you can't really I, see. I'm not good at distinguishing human faces or didn't, anything. Didn't Cass didn't Cassidy Yates go missing at a certain point? Maybe. I thought I remember hearing that like Cisco's wife was missing. Maybe she went through the same thing that we did. We that were scanning weird... that portal right before this happened. Yeah, that's what we I were doing. I forgot we were doing that. And that Hank guy was like, "Check out this cool, sweet portal." It just appeared, and we're like, "Well, I guess it's our job to scan portals." It and was he, a weird, he like, was like, side he job said, that we were scan, "Start scanning it. I'll be right back." Yeah. And yeah. he walked out of the room. Yeah, and then I felt somebody push my back, and he was wearing yeah. he was wearing that like hazmat suit, and we weren't. And and uh-huh. I was like, and he what? was like, "This is should we style. put on hazmat suits too?" And he yeah. was like, "No, don't worry about it." But so often in Starfleet, I am not wearing a hazmat suit when I probably should 100%. be. So That's like, true. I yeah. just didn't give it a second thought. You ever you like know? get those like away t- away mission? Uh, like the the first page of it is like, all right, bring this many phasers, this many tricorders. Yeah. Where this, and I'm just like, ah, come on, it's just an away mission. Like, and then you get to the fifth page of the away mission, and it's always like these are some side effects that could happen from this away yeah, mission. Like, they never do, but like they are possible side effects. And like you, know? you can opt out. But you know, right. if you opt out, like you're gonna, no one's gonna be pissed the, at you. The performance yeah. review, though, they're like, so you opted out of this many away missions. You're like, oh, yeah, okay, all right. I thought we could <laughs> without retaliation, but no. So right. you just this do is it. an unlimited. We have unlimited opt outs on the ship. We do. So it's like, why am I getting in trouble for exercising my unlimited opt outs? You know? Sure. Yeah. It's ridiculous. 
<sighs> so, uh, computer activate holodeck. Beep beep. C- computer activate holodeck. You have to say sim- you have to say simulator probably. Computer activate simulator. Oh, oh, it looks like a program is open. Sex grotto. Ugh. Sounds interesting. I'm gonna I'm gonna pop in there for a little bit if you guys are want to meet in like a half hour. It sounds like the bar seems like a cool place to be. Um, I was gonna say I'm gonna go grab maybe like five or ten more beers. Five or ten more beers. You I'll, may want to change. Have- you may want to change, Lopek. Your 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 uh, nipple is out. You ripped your 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 thing really. Oh yeah yeah. Down. No, I see. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I'm gonna go into oh, this sex. My grotto. nipple is like way harder than it normally would be. <laughs> like, like three like to ten three times. to ten times harder than three it normally. to ten times harder than it normally would with the, how cold it is. Okay, interesting. <laughs> hey, well, have fun in the sex grotto. Yeah, I'll, I'll meet you at the bar in like t- twelve to fourteen minutes. Wow, that's yeah. great endurance. Well, I I don't know what's in there. I don't know what's waiting for me in there. So. <laughs> I like that the variance is two minutes. It'll, but depending on what's in there, it'll take 12 to 14 minutes. <laughs> 12 to 14. Not like 2 to 15. But it's like, eh, it's going to take me at least 12. 12 to 14. 12 to 14. At most 14. <laughs> I also love that the Orville is now just a parallel universe. To, uh, and the reason why all Star Trek like actors that make an appearance in Orville is because they've fallen through a portal. Through a portal. <laughs> Robert Picardo and Tim Russ. And I like that we've also can- canonized that Pert is the one behind it all yeah. as usual. And Cassidy Yates is Dr. Finn. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Cassidy Yates is, is Dr. Finn. Uh, okay. Well, let's talk about the holodeck then. Okay. Um, the simulator, you mean? All right. Yeah, right. So You're we right. have the... I'm picking a color for the Oracle on spreadsheet. It's going to be hot pink. Ooh, fine. Yeah, so there's like several scenes. The first one is the most, it's just the most obvious one. Like, I've been waiting for you. Yep. And, right. And Bordis and, and the guy bang. Then there's presumably. The, the dungeon scene. Presumably. Where he's the yeah. virgin get, in the dungeon. Get, Yes, I am a virgin in that way. <laughs> yeah, and then I, I read trivia about that one where it was the the actor was having he had some water in his mouth that he was supposed to spit on him, and he was having trouble doing it like in a committed way, and so with the, with the makeup and all that. Yeah, yeah, and so the guy was so um, the guy who plays Bordas was just like just spit on me, and so he did it. And it, it that's the take that got put in the show was he just spit that's on. Great. Him. <laughs> that's hilarious. I am a virgin in that way. <laughs> I like the way that alien also like is so overly swaggy. Yeah, swaggy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like they're playing a little bit with the trope of like porn acting is bad acting. Really over it's, the top. Really over the top. Uh, and then the, the third scene is the doctor role the doctor's play scene, office. Like, yeah. Uh, which I like that they're using tropes of, of pornography that you would see uh, and, and just applying it to this. Right. And this is just, and uh but that one wasn't dirty enough for Bordas. No, he didn't like it. So he had to go get more. And then, then it was the grotto with the orgy. Right. And we've that he gets revisited in that one multiple times with 
where they were trying to solve the problems of the ship and the, the Mocklins kept like coming on to the officers who were trying to work on the computer, which I thought was hilarious. <laughs> Dan Hi, and Dan. Dan. Hi, I'm Dan. <laughs> Uh, Lamar, yeah, yeah, yeah. commander, and, Lamar, uh, and Isaac, fix it. and Isaac, and Isaac. <laughs> his head is so smooth. <laughs> uh, it's it's great. It's a it's, it's a really really great scene, and that, that had that old school TNG feeling of like they found a location that looks great, and they yeah. just yep. filmed it there. Yeah, like this is probably Pasadena <laughs> or something like that. Right, right. If, yeah, it. it it actually says, uh, and my doorbell rang, so you keep going. <laughs> yeah, um, I enjoyed it. Uh, I enjoyed this um, this episode. I appreciated that they kept going back um, to the simulator. Yeah, back of because they have to fix it from within the simulator, right? Yeah, uh, and then in the end, we get. Um, we get what's his name's little uh, tentacles out of the fingers. We get the yeah, Borg moment. His uh, Isaac's, yeah. Borg moment. I see that as a Borg. Yeah. It's very Borg. They have, they have like a hive mind. Yeah. And so it was very funny. Um, yeah. All the, the like old school porn tropes that kind of came out in the various simulations uh, I enjoyed. Um, it was great. Some funny moments. Mainly funny moments. Mainly funny. Yeah. Yeah. Shall we rate uh, it? Shall we rate it? Yes. Dialogue. Dialogue was real solid. I, I, I all of the, like, I am Crispin, like the virgin, like when he's like, <laughs> Or whatever his name he said his name was like yeah i just like in just in general i am a virgin in that way yeah <laughs> let us experience the sexual event yeah the sexual event <laughs> which is also something we didn't talk about how they they just call it the sexual the event. sexual event yeah. we must share very, the sexual event very awkward very awkward yeah again really stifle up men who are unable to actually communicate what they want. Uh, all, all of Lamar, Dan and Isaac's interactions with the simulated Mocklins when they're like trying to save the ship is hilarious. Like they couldn't yeah. turn off the program when they were trying <laughs> right. to fix the ship. It was like so glitchy. They couldn't turn it off. <laughs> His head yeah, is very like smooth. <laughs> uh, I'll give it a four. Uh, yeah, four. I think good. four is the, is the right call. Four, four, four. Romance. I mean, there's some, you know. Again, it's it's not romance so much, but it is smutty, sassy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's smutty. It's. I'm gonna give it a four. I think it definitely falls in that. It, the lack of love loses it point five for me, so I'm gonna give it a four point five. Yeah. Yeah. If we're looking at romance, it actually uh, it hurts his romance with his husband. Yeah. yeah it does. Um, so, yeah, 3.5. 3. 3.5. Action. He gets, a, a, lot he action. gets a lot of just, action, if you know what I mean. He gets a lot of action. <laughs> just a spitting on the face, I guess. I'll give it a 1.5. One. I say a two. Suspense. Just a little bit of, but I mean, you know that they're going to. 
succeed. I, I guess initially you don't know what this program is, like simulation is. There is a little bit of suspense there. And then there's a suspense of like, how is this going to escalate? Or like, what kind of scene is this going to be? So I'll give it a two. The first one you don't, the, to me, the first one, you don't know why he's going to the simulator. And then the second right. one, you don't know if he's going back for more porn. You don't know if he's like just escaping into the simulator for different reasons. And then you realize, oh, he keeps going back for more porn. So that's what yeah. I think yeah. there's a little bit more suspense thinking on it. There's a little bit more suspense. So I'm going to say a 2.5. Uh, 1.5. Cool. And camp? And it's super campy. It's a five. I, I don't a, think it's it a can single get any, for me any as campier well. than, than this. <laughs> it's, a, it's a big old five. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hard five. Okay, stakes. Uh, the... When the ship will be destroyed, they will all they die. will all die they until all die. and Isaac has to rush there to save the ship from the simulator. So I think it's a five. I, uh, the, they're going to die. Yeah, yeah. And if there's also yeah, the stakes emotional stakes. Yeah, yeah. Very. His high. marriage is at stake. Five. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so two Quinteros is it's pretty good. Computer. Final score. Calculating. Three point five eight. Pretty good for our first Orville that's, episode. <laughs> that's super high. If we had some sort of master sheet that showed us the top ten, I bet it would be in there. At least I'm trying. At least the top that's twenty. The, At least the top. I'm 20. also calling myself out that for for, for Darius. To be clear, like that's not me saying you should figure no, it I out. Know. I'm like, I know. There's just I a know. way for us to do it, and uh, it's just a pain in the ass. Uh, yeah, that's really high. That's a really high score. Yeah. Uh, cool. Uh, uh, that was fun to do a, an Orville episode and do something different. Real quick, we yeah. didn't just just for the sake of continuity. Um, director was Kevin Hooks, um, and the writer was Wellesley Wild. We didn't say we didn't give credit to them, and the composer Sweet. was uh, John Debney. So just to give a thank little, you for doing that, credits. Mark. I was like, it feels like this was a bit way easier and smoother than normal. We jumped yeah, straight into the cast credits, and we didn't do this. So. Yeah, thank you for, um, for covering that. I hadn't, I, I had forgotten about uh, the um, theme song for the Orville. I'm rewatching this. I was like, man, it's a good theme it's a song. It's on, it's on par with the uh, lower decks. I feel like they feel very similar. Yeah. Well, to me, they both sound very Galaxy Questy. Yeah, but that's fine. It's, Gal- yes, that's Galaxy fine. That, that's the point. Very much <laughs> Star Trek. We haven't we haven't been calling out the composers as much lately. That's something that's fallen by the wayside. I think it's gotten a bit of a bummer because Denny Mac turned out to be a weird trumper. I think so. Boo. I think so. It really hurt. <laughs> yeah, that really hurt. Denny Mac, that hurt. That really hurt. Yeah. <laughs> did you know did you know Pasadena has their own symphony? Really? Yeah, I haven't. I'm, I got, I'm, the only reason I'm saying this now is I got an ad for it all of a sudden. And they're like, <laughs> it's an ad for the Pasadena Symphony, and it's like advertising their conductor. And I'm like, Pasadena, you're way too close to LA to, to be trying to, to like compete. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, now that LA is, is losing Gustavo Dudamel, you I'm know, one. Yeah. Yeah. Should be happening pretty true. soon, isn't it? Isn't this his last year or. Yeah, he's. I think it was either 2020. It was somewhere between 2024 and 2026. I can't remember okay, what it was. Yeah, losing it to the New York Symphony. I kind of want to go to this Pasadena Symphony because 
Well, one, it's a symphony, so I'm sure it's not Scrubs. Like, even if sure it's, it's not bad, the people who yeah. didn't get into the it's LA Philharmonic, like, <laughs> they're still going to be very good. <laughs> uh, and it's like, probably it's probably way, not bad. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's probably way cheaper. Not that it's a, it's not that expensive to go to the LA Symphony, but still, no, you can find good, easy price tickets for the LA Symphony, and there's not a like, bad seat in Walt Disney Concert Hall. It is no, engineered. they're all yeah. So the Pasadena Symphony for this one event that I'm looking at is main floor is forty two to one hundred and thirty seven dollars, and the balcony is forty five to one hundred and thirty. So it's like the same price as the forty two dollars for the Pasadena Symphony, yeah. really? Yeah, yeah, that's the same price. <laughs> but to be clear, they probably they probably don't get the same number of endowments as the as a. So the, you the have LA to Florida yeah, Monarch. you have to charge a little more for your tickets, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I were I I imagined the LA Philharmonic. It's very heavily subsidized by all the people donating, and yeah, I still want to go though. <laughs> still want to go. It probably parking's <laughs> easier. I guarantee you, parking's easier there. Fair. I guarantee it. <laughs> I just I don't park when I go. I just take a Uber or take the metro. Uh, I'm on the website now, and one of their banners in their like carousel of banners on their website is uh-huh. classical music at its best performed in the Carnegie Hall of the West. <laughs> the, Car- the, the Carnegie Hall, Hall of the bold West. bold statement. <laughs> I, I wonder I, if they, they can I say if it that. Is the Carnegie, yeah. I wonder if it's named the Carnegie Hall of the West. Yeah. Like Carnegie probably has a hand in making they it. Probably, yeah, exactly. They probably, yeah, exactly. They probably gave a lot of money to it. It's like something. how there was the Fillmore East and the Fillmore West. Yeah. Like... It just it does it does sound really funny though the Carnegie Hall of the West <laughs> like something in the same way that restaurants are like best tacos in the southeast yeah okay. what? <laughs> best 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 sandwiches in the city you can just say that you can just say that you just best. yeah they, you just say that about it. <sighs> okay well uh, <sighs> folks thank you for listening really appreciate it thank you for dealing with our disruptions in our recordings. Uh, just, uh, you know, if you, if you like this and you're a new listener, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. And if you are not a new listener, go ahead and share it with somebody else. Do we have an episode for next week? We could do, we could keep doing this sort of thing. Uh, the, the listener supported episodes, the listener. Yeah. Uh, this episode was brought to you by a listener like you. Do, 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 do. Uh, while you look for Thanks that to viewers uh, like you <laughs> intro and outro music was provided by the artist Bodyline using permission from the Midwest Collective uh, thanks Verona Blue for letting us use your voice for the computer Verona Blue's voice was used for the computer we belong to an amazing podcast network called Indiesaurus you're listening to an Indiesaurus production check out some of their other contents uh, there's an episode called Envoys. It's Lower Decks that Sean recommended. Oh, it's the second episode of the series. Have we not done Envoys already? I guess we haven't. That's the one where they have the the Klingon um, ambassador, right? Yes, it is. I'm trying to remember what the holodeck scene is in it. Holo. Oh, Rutherford's training on it when he's trying to decide which department to be in. Oh yeah, he that's right. when he, he fights that early. He fights the yeah. Borg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, <laughs> like he 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 loses more children in in one go than than has ever occurred on the holodeck. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Voyager protocol. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just the Voyager protocol. <laughs> let's uh, let's have a ship with even more children. Yeah, that's a great. <laughs> <laughs> let's do that one. Yeah, that's, that's good. That okay, envoys. That sounds great. Cool. All right, envoys, and I'm going to highlight it here in purple. I'm going to put it in our business discord, our creative rather. Okay. Paramount Global. Thanks for listening. We are everybody. a fan podcast. Leave us alone. We're doing this for fun. Parent, I found this out recently. Paramount Global may have gone from like a $10 billion valuation to less than a billion dollars in the last like four years. Well, that's what they get. Wow. They have been fucking up. They, they absolutely <laughs> fucked up. Uh, and they might end up being a d- discovery at some point. Yeah, I think if our government doesn't, you know, actually fucking step up and do their job. From what I've read, that was more a like Paramount leaked that to see how people would react or what what like they're trying to create buzz to get bought. They're trying to get to start a bidding war, but nobody will touch it because they're like, no, your business is worth so little now. It's so that toxic. we're just going to wait yeah. for you to file for bankruptcy, and then we'll buy you, and then we'll scoop up all of your for yep ten cents <laughs> buy on all the, the dollar. assets separately. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. So that's probably what we're going to see in the next year. Star Trek may even get sold off to an- another network entirely. Yeah. Oh, God. The, who? What networks exist these days? That's my my question. There's only one place where I think. They would buy Star Trek, no questions asked, and it's Amazon because Bezos is a big like like sci-fi space thing. He did that with the Expanse, and it they would have like a new franchise to because f- the the Ring of Power didn't really work. Amazon, your fucking user interface is it's horrible, absolute trash. By the way, I can't like, wait to try to about it. <laughs> Trying to scroll through Amazon Prime's, like trying to scrub an episode is impossible. It's impossible. And they're going to start charging for ads. Yep. Or to charge yeah. Yeah, ads. Yeah. Prime. Yeah. They're not going to have. I love that Prime though. They're like, hey, if you don't want ad- Yeah. If you don't want ads in your Prime video, you're going to have to pay us extra. And everyone's like, you were a service that I had because I wanted free shipping. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I don't. I like, I really don't care about you as a streaming service. <laughs> Good times. Uh, so. Okay. So we did all that. Yeah. We're good to Thanks go. for listening. Yep. Thanks for listening, yeah. folks. Computer and program. And simulation. Yeah. You have to say simulator. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Computer and simulation. <laughs> spent virtually every free hour in the hollow suite. For a while, I almost forgot he was a hologram. That means the holodeck safeties are off. Computer, execute complete shutdown of the holodeck. All holo simulations have been terminated.